You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Rodney Payne. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. I cannot wait to get to our topic, but right now I just want to just encourage you. As a leader, you have a chance right now by investing in yourself, going back to your laboratory. I know that amidst the COVID-19 and coronavirus pandemic that we are practicing social distancing, But I'm here to tell you that as a leader, if you will take this time and use it wisely, you will create distance between you and your competitors. You will distance yourself above those who are not using this time productively. So our commitment here at One Voice Leadership is to continue to bring you materials and tools that will add value to you and help you in your process. Again, I'm Rodney Payne. You can follow me at Rodney R. Payne on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to have you there. I want you to also... Subscribe. Click it now. Subscribe to this podcast so that you can get it every week as we drop a new episode on every Friday. We want to find our space in this grandiose place called the Podcast Universe, and we need your help to get there. And then finally, uh, we'd love to add value to you or your team. If you're interested, uh, visit our website, RodneyRPayne.com, and we'll be happy to get back with you as soon as possible. Let's go ahead and get this thing started right now. Today's topic is resetting your standards, resetting your standards. And so I've got a process I want to take you through on today that's going to help you uh, from having out-of-date standards that are no longer effective for the present marketplace or don't match the progressive thinking of your brand. Uh, Many of us get caught in routines and in old ways, and sometimes we've got to press the reset button, so to speak. So I want to give you a process that you can apply that will go beyond just today, but you'll be able to use this process again and again and again. So I want to give you seven steps to resetting your standards. The first thing, we must understand what a standard is. A standard, and we'll use this for our working definition today, a standard is the baseline that guides you and or your brand from your morality all the way through to your productivity. So you have to have standards that will be the guiding compass of who you are as a brand, who you are as an individual, who you are as a company. And so in order to reset your standards, what we're saying is you've got to shift from some old ways of doing things into some new ways of doing things, but these new things need to become your standards. Uh, Many times we have a shifting, but we never settle. We shift, but we don't settle. So a, a leader must shift and then settle in the new location in order to get the maximum effectiveness out of that particular location. So the first step is this. If you're going to reset your standards, you must first review the old. That's right. You have to review the old. What do you mean? You must be willing to take an honest look at what you are doing now. Your present processes must be reviewed. You you have to look at what you're doing. Now, keep in mind, in your review, 
that at one point, whatever you're currently doing, you believe this to be uh, the best way to do it. It was a part of your process or you wouldn't be doing it now. Uh, most likely you have found some success at some point with some of the things that you're doing now. So you've got to be willing to review the old. But in reviewing the old, you have to take an honest look. Why, why do we take an honest look? Because if we don't properly assess, then we can have some misguided principles in places where they're no longer effective or perhaps uh, they could be better used somewhere else. But, but you've got to take the time to really go through and comb through your process. If you want to reset your standard, you've got to comb through the process and start that by looking at what you're already doing. Many times people launch something brand new without considering what they already have. And maybe what you have, maybe it requires a tweaking, not an overhaul. But if you're not, if you're unwilling to review it, you may never know that. Uh, secondly, not only do you review the old, but now you've got to make a tough decision to remove the useless. That's right. In your review, you're going to find things, I promise you, that are no longer relevant, they're no longer productive, or they're simply no longer useful. So you have to be willing to remove the useless. Now, in, in removing the useless, you must have both the courage and the discipline. You cannot remove what is useless if you don't have courage. Some things that we've done it this way forever, this is our model, this is how we've always done If you are don't have the courage, you, you won't stop a process that you know is no longer productive, but because it's become comfortable, you stay in that place. So it takes courage to remove, and it also takes discipline. See, what happens is some things you're doing can become sentimental. Uh, where are my sentimental leaders? Some things uh, you, you get attached to a process because I remember when we were in the last time we, we were down and, and back in the day when we were experiencing this particular drought or this particular financial crisis, this is what we did and this is what worked and this saved us. And you are absolutely right. Those processes and those environments worked. But when you review them now, are they still relevant? Are they still productive? Will they work through this present situation you are in? It takes courage to let some things go. Let me talk about this a little bit further because when you remove what's useless, you have sometimes in your organizational chart, listen, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about positions. You can have positions that are no longer useful. It's not that the people in the roles are useless. It's the role itself. So sometimes you need to consolidate roles, reevaluate, but you've got to be willing to take away and get rid of, let go of sentimental old ways that are no longer uh, productive. So uh, step one is you've got to review the old. Uh, step two, you've got to remove the useless. And step three, you've got to revisit the useful. See, in your review, you're going to find some things that right now are flat out working well. If they are working well, you want to identify them and, and, and make sure that, not, that you not just identify them, but that you go a step further. When you have something that's useful and you're revisiting the useful, you want to explore why these particular practices are working. Can you improve on them or can you enhance them? How can you leverage what's working? Uh, success easily breeds success. So when you find processes and procedures that you're doing as a part of your core standard, go back and review them. 
Go make sure that you identify why they are working. This becomes critical to our future success. So review the old, remove the useless, revisit the useful, and now step four is re-engage your goals. If you're going to reset your standards, you've always got to go back to the foundation of your purpose. Why do you do what you do? Understand, in re-engaging your goals, you want to be authentic, be true to your original self, your purpose, and your vision. Don't get caught up trying to be someone else. It's easy to see someone else's success and try to mimic it or to replicate it. While it's good to be inspired by others, you should be authentic and original in that which you do. So you want to Make sure that you re-engage your goals and understand and clearly define your purpose. One of the things I've found in my years of leadership is my purpose has not really changed, but it has certainly become more narrowed and focused, meaning that that I, I, I didn't understand how to narrow in on a target or a bullseye for what my purpose is and what I do. But as you go back and re-engage your goals, you can get sharper and sharper at the process. And the more focused you are, believe it or not, the broader impact you can have. So review the old, remove the useless, Revisit the useful, re-engage your goals, and now I want you to restructure your process. If you're going to reset your standards, you've got to restructure your process. So, so now you have to rebuild the infrastructure to support your new standards. You've made some changes along the way in this process by removing some old things and, 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 and re-engaging some new things. You, you've got to go back to the process of making sure that you uh, rebuild an infrastructure that can support this new way of doing business. See, new standards require you to be nimble and flexible through the adjustment period. If change was easy, everyone would love it, but nobody loves change. No one likes change because it's difficult. So as a leader, you have to be nimble in the restructuring process. So as we refine and retool, things may not go as smoothly as you would like to for that season or for that moment, but the greater good is that we're resetting standards that will pay dividends later down the road, which is what we want to focus on. So it's important that as you're restructuring your process, as you're, you're looking to find this new standard, that, that you have the infrastructure to support it. Uh, one of the things that I often tell uh, people is this. When you are building your org chart, don't build it for the way it is presently based on your present personnel, but rather build it to support the vision you have. Build it to support what I would call a euphoric state. So if everything were perfect, money weren't, was not an option or, or an obstacle, uh, if it didn't matter and you could have what you need to be successful, write that down as your org chart, as your goal to build to. Now, you may have to do some things along the way where people are doing multiple roles, but what you're doing is you're building an infrastructure that will support your process. That, that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're building an infrastructure that's going to help you uh, to get through there. But while doing so, you got to be nimble. You got to be flexible and you got to understand there will be an adjustment period. So uh, review the old, uh, remove the useless, revisit the useful, re-engage your goals and restructure your process. And then number six is remain consistent. Listen, take a deep breath, exhale, it's okay. Uh, Remain consistent. If you're unwilling to remain consistent, 
then you will never see uh, the success that you're looking for. That becomes so critical in the success of our new way of doing things. We've got to be willing to remain consistent. Well, what, what do you mean by that? I mean that many of us start off on fire. We start off uh, guns a-blazing. We, we start off, uh, uh, you know, just great balls of fire. We're ready to go. Uh, but we're not consistent in what we do. So what I want you to understand is that in remaining consistent, there is a process that I want you to kind of get your head around. Uh, when you are looking to remain consistent, uh, implementation is the step, first step, right? But implementation serves as a great launching pad, but consistency is what keeps you in flight. So, so you, you have to have an the energy to implement, but then you must be consistent to maintain flight. So that's why you see so many businesses or leaders who are a flash in the pan, so to speak. They, they got it off the ground. They, they were able to implement, but they couldn't keep it aflight. And they couldn't keep it aflight because they were inconsistent. So you want to remain consistent in everything you do. Why? Because ultimate effectiveness and productivity depend on consistency. Let me say that again. Ultimate effectiveness and productivity depend on consistency. If you want to be the best version of yourself, you have got to be consistent. Let me give you just a, a brief caveat here. In looking to establish new processes or reset your standards, oftentimes people in a per, at a personal level will put too many things on their plate at one time, too many new things at one time. And so what happens is they become overwhelmed and don't follow through. So what I want you to begin to do is implement in phases that allow you to master one step at a time. And with each step you master, then you add an additional step. So what you're truly doing is just adding one at a time. You're not adding 10 new things so you're, that you're overwhelmed. And so what you do becomes additive and it's easier to develop consistency. And so I want you to think about that as you go through the process. I'll give you uh, just a, a, a personal example. In my personal life, I've uh, gone through a fairly significant weight loss over the past couple of years. And so I got out to a start and, and I was moving the needle, but each at each season, if you will, I added something else. So I didn't, what I'm doing today to maintain my weight loss is so much more than what I started with on the journey. But the only, the only way I got to where I am is that I added things incrementally that once I mastered a component, I then added something else. And so my process today is not, doesn't look like what it did when I started. It's much more in depth and involved. But had you given me all of this to do at once, I promise you, I would have quit. So you've got to learn how to remain consistent because I, I want you to understand this. Implementation is good. Implementation is your launching pad, but it's consistency that will keep you in flight. And then so we've talked about number one, review the old. Number two, remove the useless. Number three, revisit the useful. Number four, re-engage your goals. Number five, restructure your process. Number six, remain consistent. And then number seven is reevaluate your process. Listen, you have got to be willing to reevaluate your process. Your current process will become your stagnant solution without regular evaluation. Let me say that again. Your current process will become your stagnant solution without regular evaluation.
Remember, you had a great plan starting out, but now you need to shift uh, out of your old ways into some new standards. And so you're resetting your standard. You're doing that because what you started with is not as effective as it once was. So now uh, if you stop evaluating and reevaluating your processes, they become stagnant. Stagnation breeds bad habits. Stagnation breeds things that will can't contaminate your business. Stagnation breeds laziness and and it just breeds complacency. So you want to make sure that you constantly are reevaluating, or at least at regular intervals, reevaluating your process. Reevaluation it positions you to remain at the front of the pack and not always playing catch up. What will you do with what you've learned? Are you going to put yourself in a position to lead the pack? Or will you be the one who's always behind the latest trend? Will you be the one who's always coming up and bringing up the rear? Or will you take this opportunity to go through and reset your standards so that you can be the most effective leader you can be. Listen, I believe in you and I know that you can do it. So I want to encourage you. I'm going to give you these seven steps one more time, just in case you've not written them down. I want you to take your pen out and write them down real quickly. I want you to rewind this, play it back and get these seven steps. Number one, review the old. Number two, Remove the useless. Number three, revisit the useful. Number four, re-engage your goals. Number five, restructure your process. Number six, remain consistent. And number seven, Reevaluate your process. So listen, I'm Rodney Payne. I'm the host here of Speaking with One Voice, your leadership podcast. We are so grateful for you joining us. We want you to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rodney R. Payne. We want you to subscribe to this podcast. We want you to rate and review this podcast and certainly share it with your friends if it's been a benefit to you. We come here each Friday to add value to your life. I want to thank you so much. And until next time, it's your coach, Rodney Payne, and you be great on purpose and live intentionally. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag Speaking With One Voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a great day.